In this week's episode, we're bringing you part one of our huge D23 Expo coverage. First up is all the Disney Parks news you can possibly handle, and then some. What was the secret project, and why was it disappointing to some? Is DCA's Marvel Land getting a Phase 2 before Galaxy's Edge? And more importantly, does it finally have a name? When is the magic happening, and why? Also, TSA declares war on Star Wars, Disney stores at Target, Bullseye Lot Update, and more on this Fryless episode of the Mousepire Podcast. I'm Anthony. I'm Diggs. Welcome to Mousepire, your source for Star Wars, Disney, and everything in between. This is the podcast where both empires collide. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome to the Mousepire Podcast. What's going on? Uh oh! The apprentice lives. What is this? You best start believing in ghost stories, Miss Turner. You're in one. Bring out me, Hardy Joe. You never had a friend like me. Some imagination, huh? <laughs> made you look hey hey what's up so, uh well what? hey real quick we have Go some ahead. news that we have to talk about oh that hit hit i forgot when it was a couple of days ago okay it was just like real, real shocking news andrew luck retired oh you know what i was weird <laughs> i thought you that's what you were gonna say yeah oh my gosh that wow. was just weird he's what 30 years old and uh, 29 29 He'll be 30 during, he would have been 30 during the season so uh yeah that was a uh, real uh, I guess shocking to everyone, and people are mad, and his fans are booing him. Apparently, uh, there's a report that fans slash his tires too. <laughs> oh, I did hear I'm like, that. Like, wow, one. dirty. But what do you expect from football fans? Exactly. I, guess? I mean, I like football, but I'm not that kind of fan. I mean, like, really, you're gonna boo the guy? Uh, number one, though, just to put a uh, Adam Schefter who uh, broke the he shouldn't have broke it during the game. Oh, I agree. He should have waited until the game was over. Uh, especially, uh, there's no way he wouldn't. He, there's no way he didn't know that Andrew Luck was standing there on the sidelines <laughs> <laughs> during the game openly, and then they break the news, and everybody in the in the thing you know has phones. You got Twitter, you know, so it's like, oh well, look at that guy down there. Yeah. Boo this man. <laughs> You guys suck. Oh Whatever. my gosh. Anyway, let's move on. I just wanted yeah. to open with that. Uh, hey, guess what happened this weekend? Uh, something so big that uh, for the first time in like a couple years, uh, we're going to have to basically split up the news into two podcasts. Yes. Most likely. Definitely. Uh, D23 Expo. Oh, wait. First, before we go into D23 Expo, I just want to say today is one year. Till Star Wars Celebration Anaheim. Right, right. On that note, what? I don't know. I was going to say I'm, I'm ready to go. Yes, I'm ready. One three year from today, we'll start uh, Star Wars Celebration Anaheim. Uh, but until then, uh, we just had D23 Expo uh, in in Anaheim, of course. And uh, Diggs was there. I was there. I was not. I was sitting at home. But I, 
uh, probably learned information a lot faster and a lot quicker than he did, thanks to uh, uh, Twitter notifications and stuff. Hey, mine was blowing up all day. I was just yes. like, you know, uh, so much so that there's things that uh, he missed. Yes, and that I was telling that we're going to be talking about that uh, he didn't even know about until uh, I told I, until I mentioned it. <laughs> right, uh, but that's how it goes when there's a lot of shit going on. A lot of stuff going on, so, uh, and um, let's see. I um I got there right after all the lines to get in because I wasn't going to try to deal with lines to get in, and and of course you had those people lining up. Uh, the night before, because they have to be the first ones in line to get merchandise so they can sell on eBay. I wasn't all about that. I didn't care about any of the merchandise they had because I don't have the money for all that. If I did have the money, I'd probably be in line and sell it on eBay too. But anyway, uh, I got there probably about 11 o'clock and uh, was easy to get in. This is on Friday, of course. And uh, the very first thing on my list uh, to do was the Disney Plus panel. Well, that was the one of the things. We'll be talking about that later. But I want to talk about real quick on the the lining up for that, the the way they did it down there. Um, of course, I don't want to. I don't want to talk bad about the volunteers. Well, they're not volunteers. They got paid, but they are not part of D twenty three. They were hired through a company. And they just basically there to have extra staff on hand. And um, we had, since I didn't get any reservations for anything, they did say that there was going to be a gold member standby queue and they will have first priority to get in. So I went down there where they were lining up and I went to go look for the D23 gold member queue. So I asked one of the People who were there, they were wearing the blue shirts. If you guys were there, the blue shirts are uh, a different company that staffed the Help, event. Uh, helpful Honda dealer? Uh, no, because they weren't oh. that helpful. Because I asked this lady, I go, oh, I go, what line is this? And she said, oh, this is the standby line. I said, okay, where's the standby line for the gold members? She says, oh, um, I don't know. I'm like, oh, okay. She says, I think it's over there. It starts pointing in a direction. I'm like, oh, all right. And I'm like. So in Garden Grove. (laughs) It might as well have been. So I'm like trying to find someone that I I could, I I saw like a Disney person, you know, with a Disney badge and stuff. I can talk to, but then they're, they're busy with someone else. And I'm just trying to look for someone. And then I, um, I found, uh, some other people with blue shirts and I'm like, um, where is the line for the gold members? And the person said, oh, it's right here. So, you know, they had the taped off area. So this area was taped in green. So that was the area for uh, the gold members. I said, oh, okay, cool. So I ask, well, where is the end of the line? Oh, I don't know. <laughs> uh, sh- she goes, is it just you? I'm like, yeah. And she says, oh, well, just just go ahead and get in there. <laughs> I'm like, oh, okay. So, yeah, I just went and got in line in there. And um, this was for the Disney Plus panel? Yeah, that's for the Disney Plus panel. I just went in line and um, just stood there. And uh, no Spoilers, one- you'll have to wait until next week to find out why he stood in line. <laughs> yes. But um, I just thought it was funny, and uh, 
one of the persons that I met who had the blue shirt on was one of our followers. Oh no! And because uh, I was, uh, I posted on, uh, you know, in the media saying, "Hey, I was going to be here. Follow along on the snappies." And she had posted, "I'm also here," and posted a picture of the blue shirt that she was wearing, and no face though. So uh, she says, "Oh, I follow you." I'm like, "Oh, you do?" And she goes, "Yeah," and I'm like, "Oh, cool." I didn't know who it was because she already had a comment on this post, but I didn't know it was her. Then I'm standing in the line. I'm like, is that her? You know, I gave her a button because she follows. She says she follows. So I gave her a button. And then later on, I go, I think that's her. And then later on, she did post, nice meeting you and thank you for the, for the button. Yeah. So a shout out to uh, Cynthia Delgado. It was nice meeting you. And thanks for just throwing me in that line. And um, I got in. And we'll talk about that later or whenever we get to that. But, uh, yeah, it was kind of, um, like I said, I'm not going to blame them because they're told one thing and then someone else tells them another thing. And I know how that works because they're not actually working for Disney. They're just being staffed for Disney. But, um, yeah, it was kind of crazy. Tons of lines, lines everywhere for everything. Yep. Same as always. All right, well, uh, let's, uh, before we get into, uh, like we said, we're going to uh, basically divide this up. Uh, for those of you that have been listening to this podcast, uh, especially since the beginning, you may recall that uh, this podcast basically kicked off uh, within its first five episodes with uh, D23 in 2015. And uh, you may remember that both of us were at uh, that D23 and that, uh, uh, that, uh, Coverage took three episodes for us to talk about that. Uh, it was so big. Uh, well, we thought maybe we could get it all in one episode, but then once you got it all written down, it looks like a. Uh, it, it looks, looks like, like a, a great American novel outline. It looks like um, a, a one of Dan's emails. Yes, it looks like one of Dan's <laughs> emails. Uh, but uh, so we've decided that what we're going to do is that since we are primarily a Disney land uh, or Disney. Uh, you know, land resort uh, podcast that we're going to start with the park stuff, which was, of course, was uh, all mostly talked about at the uh, Disney parks panel on Sunday, uh, which, of course, uh, for those of you that have been going to D23s, it is unusual for that panel to be on a Sunday, uh, but they did do a lot of switching around this year. Uh, So we will talk about that for today. Uh, there's going to be quite a bit to talk about in the next week. You can look forward to uh, hearing about all the Disney Plus stuff, all of the movies, TV shows, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, but before we get into any of that, let's. Uh, I'm going to start off with uh, apparently on the D23 schedule, there was a uh, secret Disney project, which was mentioned. There was a panel for a secret Disney project. And uh, it you said know, that it was going to be announced on August 22nd, so right? On Thursday, which was Thursday, which it was. Uh, now, uh, you know, that people being people automatically assumed that when something's called a secret project, then that means it's something huge, like something special, like something that's going to get them excited. And uh, well, this is going to get some people excited, but all the people that thought the secret project was going to be something. Huge. So We're it, severely it, and sorely disappointed. It was supposed to be a new uh, theme park in Florida. Oh, what? That's what oh. people were speculating. Oh, is that what people were speculating? Yeah. So uh, Thursday, we find out that the secret, quote-unquote, secret Disney project 
that everybody ended up getting all pissy about uh, was actually a uh, something that was really came no to surprise to uh, cast current and former uh, cast members, and that was a major uh, original documentary. Uh, basically, it's called One Day at Disney, and it's basically a it uh, Disney uh, cast members have a uh, segment uh, that uh, that either it's either on the hub or it's in the magazine uh, called A Day in the Life, and it highlights specific cast members uh, every now and then. This is basically a huge uh, uh, integrated version of that because uh, this is basically covering it's basically a day in the life. But it's a day in the life of uh, cast members, Disney cast members all over the world. So not just Disneyland, not just Walt Disney World, but uh, Paris, Hong Kong, Tokyo, Shanghai, anywhere where there are Disney cast members. Uh, this is a going to be a Disney Plus original documentary. Uh, it actually is going to premiere on my birthday, December 3rd on uh, Disney Plus once again uh and it will include it will just be I will highlight hundreds of cast members over five continents that are working for Disney and uh it's basically a big huge uh tribute to all of the hard working cast members all over the wor- world uh for Disney uh now the, of course you know uh you know people being stupid people immediately would be like well, I'm sure they'd rather have better pay than have a documentary about them. Uh, well, uh, I don't think the ones that live in their cars are going to be able to see this. And, you know, just usual uh, on and on with their stupid comments and stuff. And, you know, people already pissed off that The Secret Project was a uh, documentary honoring cast members. But uh, I, it sounds interesting. I'll definitely watch it. I think it'll be uh, very interesting to learn all about the things all over the world. So I'm looking forward to it. I will watch it. It's also a book. Oh yeah, that's right. And it will also be uh, very a la Ken Burns. Yeah. Uh, there will be a uh, companion coffee table book to go along with it. I don't know if I'll get the book, but I will definitely watch the documentary. Uh, it seems very interesting. The only way I would buy the book is if I found out that there was a picture that Rebecca was in the book, <laughs> because they were they actually started this. Uh, uh, she said that she actually kind of knew that they were doing this, but she didn't know what it was for. So this has been going on then since, you know, probably for a couple of years. Uh, it's a couple of years probably in the making. Uh, so, uh, yeah, it's very interesting. Uh, and to all of you who are upset about this being the secret project, wah! Uh, they did have a trailer for it, but uh, there's not really much to it, and uh, it would be pointless for me to play it. Uh, what's not pointless for me to play is a video that they posted the same day uh, because on Thursday night... Uh, after the announcement of the uh, the secret project, they did uh, post a few uh, advance uh, things as part of media night, uh, as uh, Diggs said, because of certain things that were uh, totally open for people to see in the Disney Parks Pavilion, which is always part of the uh, the the floor of the convention. Is a big the huge big huge Disney Parks p- uh, Pavilion, of course. You know, I I'll always remember the big huge uh, Shanghai display that we saw in yeah. 2015, which was really cool, and then the really amazing model of uh, Pandora that they had uh, back then. Uh, I'm still mad I never got to see the whole Galaxy's Edge model. I only got to see like half of it. <laughs> so, uh, 
Yeah, so let's uh, check that out, and uh, it'll uh, be our kickoff for uh, basically this whole episode, which will all be about uh, Disney Parks announcements. If you are a Disney fan, this is where you want to be. The D23 Expo, the ultimate Disney fan event in Anaheim, California. Here's where we celebrate the Walt Disney Company. It's past, present, future. It's where you can find the latest news and information from Disney, Marvel, Pixar, Star Wars, and more. One of the most exciting places to take a look into the future is right here at the Disney Parks Pavilion, where we're imagining tomorrow, today. Now, Stephanie, what can guests find here at the Disney Parks Pavilion? Well, we have so many great things to share with our guests this year at the Parks Pavilion. We have new themed lands to share with them. We have new rides like the Tron ride coming to Magic Kingdom. We have Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway and, of course, the Epcot Transformation. The Epcot Transformation. we got to get a closer look at that. Jody, yes. lots going on at Epcot. Yes, there is. It's an epic transformation, the scale of which we've never done before. We're adding new magic and storytelling to the experiences for our guests. And this model is an artful interpretation of legacy and new content that we're going to be developing. The media wall itself is all of the concept art that the team has been developing over the past few years that really celebrates the legacy pieces that we brought back and then some new pieces as well. And some new announcements already. Yes, Bob Chapik recently announced our first ever Bawana-inspired attraction at one of our theme parks where guests can actually interact and play with magic living water. Now, Caroline, what is going on in here? So the idea is that Tony Stark has come to the D23 Expo to showcase the Global Avengers Initiative, which is the Avengers campus in Disneyland California and the campus in Disneyland Paris, as well as his partnerships with the Worldwide Engineering Brigade and PIM Technologies. That sounds amazing. So what's the big news? We're so excited. Our chairman, Bob Chapek, has announced the name of the land in both Disneyland Resort and Disneyland Paris, which is Avengers Campus. That sounds incredible. I can't wait to check it out. And Mara, what is this? Well, Justin, I am so excited to share for the first time the Halcyon. This is the starship that guests will get to sleep aboard when they join us for Star Wars Galactic Star Cruiser at Walt Disney World. Guests will get to spend multiple days living on board this Star Cruiser, engaging with characters and having all kinds of exclusive onboard activities. This is amazing. As you can see, lots coming to Disney parks all around the world. And still more announcements to come here at the D23 Expo. So make sure you stay tuned to the Disney Parks blog for all the upcoming news and announcements throughout the weekend. And we'll see you real soon. All see right. you real soon. Bye. See you real soon. Yeah. All right. That's it. Bye. We're that's done. all you need to know. No. Uh, so, uh, yeah, there's going to be a lot to talk about. Uh, some of which we're just going to probably skim over because it's stuff that doesn't really apply to us. I'm just going to real quick mention, uh, uh, we heard about some of it once before, uh, I believe a year ago at D23, we got some, uh, little, uh, announcements of, uh, things like the, uh, the, the Zootopia area at, uh, yeah. at, uh, I believe is, is that Hong Kong, right? I believe it's going to have the Zootopia area. Uh, and then, um, it's either Hong Kong or Shanghai. One I think it was them. Shanghai. Shanghai, maybe. Yes. And then, of course, uh, the Tron coaster coming to Magic Kingdom in Florida. Uh, it's a lot of it is stuff that we've already we already knew about, and they just expanded on it. Uh, more concept art, more things like that. Uh, I have to say though that uh, you know, as if I didn't already want to go to Shanghai because of other things, it's just Zootopia. <laughs> I mean, that's all I have to say. It's just it's Zootopia. So it's like it's really cool. But, uh, 
Yeah, so let's uh, just uh, kick right off with uh, Disneyland, where uh, we got the announcement of something that's been in the rumor mill for, uh, what, months now? Yeah. Uh, we've gotten, uh, you know, there's always, uh, you know, in the wind about new... Uh, new something ha- something some, happening. Something happening here. Uh, parades. You know, we always get rumors about parades. Uh, there's been a rumor, you know, going around for a while now, uh, thanks to uh, certain stupid people uh who may or may not end up being have been end up being right i don't know if they were or not i don't remember what their exact rumors were but uh yeah so we've been hearing about rumors about a parade for a while now and we got uh, confirmation that we're going to get a brand new uh parade to debut at disneyland in the spring of 2020 magic happens shit oh no magic oh magic that's the name of the parade Shit happens. Oh, no, no magic oh, happens. Oh, magic happens. Yes. <laughs> so, magic happens. Uh, frankly, it's a dumb name. It's very Disney, though. Right. It's Disney, but it's a dumb name. Uh, what's not dumb are the, the floats. The floats look really neat. Uh, I will probably most likely include a picture of uh, the Moana float in particular uh, because it's the one that was highlighted. Uh, I remember we were watching. Uh, <laughs> we were watching a the live uh, somebody who was live streaming on their phone the uh, Disney Parks panel, and when the image of the uh, Moana flow came up, the guy was all, "Wow, that's blah!" You know, the guy was really like full of like excitement and very energetic. But uh, yeah, so uh, magic happens is going to be the name of the parade. It's going to be uh, you know in Disneyland uh, on you know the Main Street and the usual the uh, it will be a daytime parade. So as opposed to the last time where we got a brand new nighttime parade, uh, we're going back to a new day parade, uh, which, of course, uh, most likely means that the uh, the rumors and uh, speculation about Soundsational most likely probably true. However, I would say that there's always room for bringing Soundsational back in like off-seasons and stuff like that, although typically you don't have daytime parades in the off-season, so... We'll just have to wait and see. Sensational is one of the is like a is like the gnat just won't go away uh, parade. So we'll just have to wait and see what happens. Uh, the new daytime spectacular will feature stunning floats, beautiful costumes, and beloved Disney characters, all led by Mickey Mouse and his pals. So as I mentioned before, there is a really neat looking uh, Moana float, which uh, will be part of it. Uh, a really neat looking that'll make a lot of people happy because it's been a popular movie. Coco. Yeah. Really neat looking float for Coco. Uh, apparently what's the grand finale of the parade uh, is a float that several celebrates magical moments from classic Disney stories and is uh, led by the, the, uh, the three fairies from sleeping beauty who will apparently transform Aurora's gown from pink to blue and back again. Oh, cool. So uh, it sounds like there'll be some special effects going on on the uh, actual, uh, maybe some sort of uh, projection or something. Oh, I don't know. Interesting. Maybe uh, we'll see. Or maybe they're uh, going to expand on that, uh, their uh, secret technolo- clothing technology they used in uh, the Frozen uh, show. Huh. Uh, in addition, the parade will feature even more floats and characters and energetic 
musical score or and a new song produced in partnership with singer songwriter Todrick Hall. I have no idea who that is, but if you guys knew, do well, cool. He was on a contestant on American Idol. Of course, he was. Uh, the high energy music combines this original song with classic Mickey tunes in a fresh contemporary style. I would like to think that maybe this uh, parade coming would probably might might. Uh, at some point, indicate that uh, maybe uh, Paint the Night, I think, is going to maybe end up in Florida at some point. Do you think if Paint the Night will ever get to Florida? Yes, I think so. Yeah. I don't know how soon, but... Um, well, I mean, uh, when they don't need it here anymore. and Well, it depends on what's going on. They're already going to have this parade, which they're going to well, want to have this parade be the highlight. But they're you're not, not thinking about DCA. Oh, true. You know, what if they need to attract people over there again? Well, I mean, number one, we have to think about timing. Uh, this comes out in spring. What's going to be going on at DCA in spring? Fat time. Fat time. Uh, but then again, at the same time, they were testing Paint the Night at DCA while those booths were still in place. Remember, right. uh, you said it yourself. So we'll just have to see. Uh, but yeah, so uh, shit. I mean, magic happens, <laughs> apparently. Uh, coming to Disneyland in spring. Probably around spring break, guessing. Oh, April, yeah. April, sometime in April. Yeah. All right, so uh, staying in Disneyland for now. Uh, we don't really have much to talk about, but there's a few tidbits about the Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway. Of course, we've known about that for the last uh, year or whatever, since uh, whenever that was last D23, I believe, that was announced. And uh, uh, we obviously knew where it was going to be. We've been suspecting where the entrance would be. And we did get confirmation and uh, concept art that the entrance will be uh, through uh, basically where, uh, what's that shop? The Gag Factory. The Gag Factory. factory. Uh, we're basically in between uh, where the, uh, the the courthouse or the uh, city hall, whichever yeah. one. Uh, basically by where the ice cream, the soft serve, uh, the Clarabelles. The Clarabelles that is in Disneyland, in case you didn't know there was one. In, in Toontown. In Toontown. To the right of that and to the le- left of basically uh, Roger Rabbit and the behind, what's behind, uh, that is where the entrance to uh, Mickey and Minnie's Runaway well- Railway would be. You will be entering through uh, what basically looks like the entrance to a theater, uh, which in a way kind of reminds me of, uh, I don't know if that was because of the design of the Florida one, uh, because the Florida one, of course, uh, if, if you didn't know, is in this uh, where the Great Movie Ride used to be, and the entrance to the Great Movie Ride resembled kind of the entrance to a movie theater. Mm-hmm. Uh, so uh, this is much more elaborate than what that was, and it's probably similar to what the one in Florida is going to be. Uh, but what the most interesting part of this is not only the location, uh, but what the, uh, the the name of the theater. That is going to be on the marquee above, uh, on the very top. It's called the El Capitune Theater. <laughs> I get it. I get it. <laughs> I get it. Oh, sorry. Yes, because it's Toontown. So I heard that the uh, we've been talking about that this ride basically it's going to be inside of the entertainment building, and uh, I heard that the entertainment building has already been gutted. Oh wow. To be honest, I've been in that building. There's not really much. There wasn't really that much in there to begin with. 
Uh, I mean, one part was just basically like a big room for like uh, the uh, dancers and stuff to work out. It was basically one of those rooms you see in the movies with the mirrors and right. the, the poles and stuff, you know, where ballet dancers work out. It was like that was one half. And then the other half was just like a big room where like basically just they all changed and hung out. And, and then like there was like dressing rooms. So, I mean, there wasn't really wasn't much to that to that building. So it was fairly, fairly easy to get as opposed to like some other buildings, which have more stuff inside but uh yeah so that i mean that should be coming right along for that so uh cool and uh hey, this is supposed to open in uh 2022 so we still got a ways for that all right so we're going to move over to uh dca for what was the basically the big announcement for california uh and uh much like walt disney world t- news today they said a whole lot without really saying anything yeah but basically. we did get a few uh clarifications uh, especially for those of you that have been uh, following along and believing all of the uh, the uh, rumors and garbage that has been coming out of uh, certain other websites. Uh, I mean, some of it they called, some of it they were completely wrong about. Because uh, didn't they say that the Ant-Man thing was going to be like a... Uh, they didn't say it was going to be what it is, did they? I don't remember. I'd have to go back and look. But uh, so getting right into it, uh, as you heard in the video, uh, the aforementioned uh, Marvel Land that we knew from the beginning because they kept saying it over and over again would not be called Marvel Land because of whatever legal reasons, legalese. Uh, Marvel Land will be called Avengers Campus. Right. Uh, although I thought Avengers Academy would have probably oh I like that better, yeah, but like you know that. nobody ever listens to me so no 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 yeah that would have rolled off the tongue now the thing about this is uh what we've been hearing about for uh, years now was the whole connected universe thing right. of the uh, of the Marvel parks uh, it goes all the way back to the opening of uh, of uh, the uh, Guardians Breakout where that little hatch was over there on the side. And that was supposedly something to do with the connected universe. Uh, we still don't know what that is. Uh, I still say it just leads to a bathroom. <laughs> but uh, there might be some turtles down there. Oh, that eat pizza. Yes. Ooh, I like pizza. <laughs> uh, so, yeah. So the uh, Avengers Campus. Uh, we have now seen extensive uh, concept art. We have gotten extensive. Uh, you know, breakdowns of everything that's going to be in it. Uh, we even got, surprise, surprise, something we haven't gotten yet with Galaxy's Edge, a mention of a Phase 2. Dos. So, uh, yeah, so, uh, wow. Yeah, it's not even open yet, and they're already talking about Phase 2. Uh, we've known that most likely Phase 2 would involve backstage, uh, but we obviously, it was just, you know, we just assumed that. Uh, just like we assume that if there's going to be a phase two to Galaxy's Edge, it's going to be, you know, uh, back towards uh, heading back towards Toontown. But uh, yeah, as like I said, as opposed to Galaxy's Edge, we haven't got an announcement of that uh, for phase two of that. But before it even opens, we're getting an announcement there will be a phase two. But we'll get to that in a second. So uh, Avengers Campus is going to be all connected, all of the stories at. Uh, the campus on at California Adventure. Later at Disneyland Paris, much later at Disneyland Paris, uh, already existing at uh, 
in uh, Hong Kong. Uh, so, yeah, along with Hong Kong, which, of course, we already knew about and already has the Iron Man attraction, uh, which we've talked about before because the, they had that one show where they actually acknowledged that uh, Iron Man was in Hong Kong uh, and uh, that S.H.I.E.L.D. show that they had. Uh, so we've already been seeing some of the threads of this uh, connected uh, attraction universe, but uh, we're going to be getting even more expansion of that by the fact that we're getting the Avengers campuses not only in uh, Hong Kong, but we're getting ours here. And then uh, Paris also will get their own uh, things along with that. So, uh, of course, the big thing is what we've been knowing about, and that is the big uh, Spider-Man attraction, which, uh, well, let's just say that uh, has been met with, I'd say, lackluster response. All right, so yeah, the Spider-Man attraction, uh, we've given you, they've given us some details about it before. They've talked about the whole uh, Worldwide Engineering Brigade, also known as Web, which will be the building that will house, house the uh, Spider-Man experience. Do we know the name of the ride? It just says uh, Web on the building. All right, so the, uh, we don't really know what the actual uh, name of the attraction is. Maybe it's just called Web. The uh, first Disney ride-through attraction to feature uh, Spider-Man. During an open house at Web, aspiring inventors are excited to invite you for a test drive of their latest invention, the Web Slinger vehicle, which allows you to sl sling webs just like Spider-Man. The attraction gives you a taste of what it's like to have actual superpowers as you help Spider-Man collect Spider-Bots that have run amok. So it's basically... Buzz Lightyear? Buzz Lightyear? Maybe better. Maybe better? It has to be, it has to be better, right? I guess. I just, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I'm underwhelmed by it. If it's that kind of, if that's what it is. Uh, I was expecting something a little bit more like, you know, the Spider-Man ride in, uh, at Universal in Florida. Right. Or something, you know, based on uh, maybe a Spider-Man version of like uh, Rise of the Resistance, even though we don't really know what that looks like yet. But something more along that lines. I think it's I wasn't expecting what's basically going to turn out to be a kiddie ride. Yeah, I think uh, I I I don't know if you had the artwork for it. They showed uh, like you put something on your wrist and to do the spider web thing, right? So I mean, I I I don't have the artwork with me, but I remember seeing that. So oh yeah, because we got that artwork months ago where they were showing like acting like you're gonna put on a web suit and stuff. Yeah, like yeah, that's what we thought. Suit and... But um, I think it's like a vehicle of four. Is it four per vehicle or something like that? And. Uh, you sit there, and I think you put. I think it's like you know, Buzz Lightyear. You have the 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 gun, and you're not supposed to have a gun. And I think you put it on your arm or something, and you just get the spider bots with the spider webs or something like that. Uh, like I said, at uh, you know, at, from the get go, uh, from first uh, first impressions, it's to me, it's underwhelming. Uh, to me. Uh, you know, people complain. So much complaints were made uh, about how, uh, you know, Galaxy's Edge opened to such hoopla with, with only one ride. Uh, they seem to be making an even bigger mistake here uh, that they're going to open this big, huge land with basically one kitty ride. Uh, I saw a lot of people that said, okay, so you basically traded it in uh, whatever, however many kitty rides were in Bugs Land for one kitty ride. Uh, real quick, I got the artwork here, and there's nothing on your hands. Just there's four people in the vehicle, and there's 
They just oh, have yeah, the that, artwork of right. shooting a web. Yeah. So I don't know how the web's coming out. I don't see anything on their arms, but uh, well, whatever. Yeah, so I don't know. We'll just have to see. Hopefully we'll find out more about it. Yeah, let me just tell you real quick. I thought it was kind of funny because, you know, there are so many bloggers there and, you know, people who do what we do there. And they're just sitting there taking pictures of this the the stuff they put up on the screens so then they can go and tweet about it or something. I was like thinking about it. I go, if I were to do that, you know what's going to happen? A second later, Disney's going to tweet about it. it. It released it. So I just waited till they did that. It just reposted it, you know, to post it on the Twitters and, and retweet it there and just post a link on the Mousepire Facebook. I'm like, why am I going to try to do all just that? like that. Yeah, why am I going to do all that work and take the pictures that you can't, not a very good picture because you're taking it off a screen and uh, try to, oh, this is coming, this is this and this. I just thought that was funny those people are doing Yeah, that. there's very few examples of artwork and stuff that was shown there that uh, didn't end up, uh, especially, uh, you know, with the ride, with the attraction stuff. Uh, there's very few artworks that didn't actually, uh, you know, end up in a Disney Parks blog post. Right. So, I mean, you know, all of the artwork for uh, Magic Happens, all of the artwork for, uh, you know, Mi- uh, Mickey and Minnie's uh, Run- One Runaway Railway, all of the artwork for... Uh, Avengers Campus, all of it was, uh, you know, basically released. So right. I mean, there was no, uh, no real, uh, you know, big surprises or anything as far as, uh, you know, oh, you didn't, we didn't get to see that artwork. Uh, I just got to see a shitty picture. No, you got pretty good, you know, uh, HD quality photos of everything. Uh, moving on from Spider Man, uh, the uh, also they announced that uh, also in Avengers Campus will be the Pym Test Kitchen. Uh, just as Ant-Man and the Wasp use PIM particles to grow and shrink just about anything, PIM technology is using the latest in- innovations to grow and shrink food at this eatery. That sounds the same thing that Bob said. So, uh, I mean, in a way, that the, the 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 rumors were right that the the whole Ant-Man thing is was something food related. I'm just curious to see wh- wh- what the context is of the shrunken food. Uh, they're gonna have sliders. <laughs> now this was sliders and tater tots. This was rumored to be a microbrewery. Oh, is that what that that's was? What oh, that was. that's what it was. Yeah. Okay. Uh, you were wrong. Yes, you were wrong. You were wrong. What a Again, surprise. just like you were wrong by the country bears. Yes. <laughs> uh, also, uh, to be found there will also be a really cool. Uh, uh, it doesn't even say it here. Uh, basically the Sanctum Sanctorum California branch yes. of, uh, uh, Dr. Strange's lair will be there in, uh, Avengers Campus. The, uh, concept art for it looks really cool. And that's, uh, presumably where you will always find, uh, Dr. Strange hanging out, uh, because, the, uh, they do mention that there will be several, uh, heroic encounters throughout the campus, including Black Widow, Ant-Man and the Wasp, Doctor Strange, Guardians of the Galaxy, and superheroes from Wakanda and Asgard, and, of course, Iron Man. Well, wait, I thought he was dead. Uh, this is... Um, oh, not, in this con- not in this continuity. No, 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 he's not right. dead. No, but he... Wait, how's Iron Man going to be here if he's in Hong Kong? Vacation. Oh, I see. So when this opens, maybe they're going to have some something going on in Hong Kong. Refurbishment. Like, I, re- <laughs> <laughs> yes, this, the Iron Man ride is going to go on refurbishment so he can come here and hang out. But uh, hey, we had the, the debut of Iron Man at that uh, party. 
right uh, uh what do you call it the uh, uh whatever the party was right anyway and so hey it's nice to know that he's coming back and they didn't uh, waste the costume for nothing <laughs> exactly uh also on the avengers campus of course will be the actual avengers headquarters uh, where unless Bob Chakpek de- decides to cut it from the budget like he did with Galaxy's Edge, you could catch a glimpse of Avengers along its rooftops. Yeah, we'll see. Yeah, we'll see. We heard that for about Galaxy's Edge. But no, Bob Chakpek's a jerk. Uh, now, this building you're not going to see right away. Uh, I guess apparently they had showed a uh, picture of the whole entire land, and then they showed another picture that had the extra part is that right i guess they had showed this picture yeah and then they showed another picture that actually showed the phase two stuff in it i i don't remember that but uh i don't remember i didn't actually see that picture but i guess they had shown it uh so the uh of course the avengers headquarters uh which will not open until phase two will be the entrance to the uh brand new actual e-ticket attraction where you will step on board a Quinjet and fly alongside the Avengers in an epic venture to Wakanda and beyond. Now, before I go on with that, uh, like I said, this is phase two. Uh, phase one, which is everything else that we mentioned, basically the uh, the Ant-Man thing, the Doctor Strange thing, and the, uh, the uh, Spider-Man uh, Buzz Lightyear attraction will open in phase one, and that will be open by next summer of 2020. Uh, phase two, they didn't give you any idea of when that would be, I assume. No, they didn't. Uh, presumably, I'm guessing that uh, if they're talking about it, that they're looking at probably maybe within a year, maybe by 2021, this stuff might be done. Who knows? Uh, they don't really give us an indication of it. But... Uh, yeah, in the uh, the Quinjet attraction, you will team up alongside the Avengers in a battle to save our world against one of the most powerful villains they have ever faced. Uh, Imagineers are currently hard at work conceiving an all-new innovative ride system put you in the middle of the action. We'll just have to wait and see what happens. Uh, we don't know how everything's going to play out. The uh, This Quinjet attraction sounds like something like... Uh, some of your uh, kind of like the uh, Rise of the Resistance, where you know how we know already that with Rise of the Resistance, you're going to get into a transport and then you're going to act like you're flying in space and then you're going to get off the transport. And you're going to be on a uh, first order uh, Star Destroyer. And that's the how the story of that goes. Uh, or all uh, like uh, if anybody ever went on the old uh, Star Trek experience where you go into the one room and then you uh, you're you. You go off from like the from DS Nine or wherever it is, and you go into the transporter, and the next thing you know, you're you're you transport, and you're in another place. Uh, basically, a lot of special effects, uh, attraction special effects, will make it seem like you get onto a Quinjet, and then you're actually flying, and the next thing you know, you'll be in Wakanda. Uh, I don't know how that's going to work, uh, whether it's going to be some VR shit, or whether <laughs> it's going to be you're going to come out into Wakanda, and then it's going to be a big whole huge. Uh, a screen or something. Uh, like I said, that's all phase two. Uh, we'll just have to wait and see what happens with that. So, yeah, I mean, I, I could understand why a lot of people are kind of uh, underwhelmed by the whole, uh, you know, Avengers Campus announcement. I, could, I get it. 
Uh, I get it a lot more than I understood the people who are underwhelmed by Galaxy's Edge. Uh, so, I mean, it just seems like, you know, basically uh, a food play. You know, people have been complaining, oh, there's, uh, you know, uh, you know, people have been complaining, oh, there's only a couple places to eat at, at Galaxy's Edge. Uh, there's only one attraction, blah, 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 blah. I get it. And this is the same thing. Uh, you're going to have one basically, uh, you know, uh, kid-friendly attraction. And then you're going to have a food place, and then you're going to have a bit what, what's basically a glorified meet and greet, uh, which is what the uh, Doctor Strange thing is. So, I mean, I don't really see the uh, the uh, sanct- Sanctum Sanctorum uh, being any kind of special thing. So, other than just a fancy meet and greet. So, I don't know. We'll just have to see what happens. Uh, basically, in the next year, we'll we'll be hearing a lot more about that as uh, we get closer. And uh, you know, just like with Galaxy's Edge. Uh, we're now into uh, Avengers Campus mode. We'll, we'll be talking about that for the next year until it opens. <laughs> so, yeah. uh, just a note for anybody planning to go to Paris. Also, they uh, did uh, give you more concept art and stuff, and announced that the uh, the Marvel themed hotel that will be in Paris is going to be called uh, Disney's Hotel New York: The Art of Marvel in Paris. Looks nice. Yeah, it looks really nice. Uh, the rooms look very, very fancy. Yeah. Uh, the one concept art they have of the giant mural of uh, Spider-Man uh, over the rooftops of New York uh, above your bed is, like, really nice and stuff. And the and sheets are webs and the pillows are yeah, webs. Yeah, I really dig it. It's really yeah. nice. So, uh, cool. We'll just have to uh, – I don't I'll, don't know if I'll ever get there, but I will gladly look at pictures. We didn't get any information about at the parks panel. was Tomorrowland. No, we did not. We didn't hear anything about our big old refurbishment of re- of Tomorrowland. Or the French fry rocks. <laughs> didn't talk about French fry rocks. Or French fries. Ooh. But um, there are rumors going around saying that they're going to be doing a big old redo of Tomorrowland. I don't know where this came from. People are saying they have good sources. I'm saying you're full of shit because nothing about this was released about anything about Tomorrowland. I, I'm thinking maybe they're saying this because they're removing the rocks. I don't know, but I don't have anything. Now, I will say this. They're probably not wrong. Uh, you know, ever since going back to even when she worked there, was working in Tomorrowland, uh, she would constantly hear rumblings about how there was a plan in the works to uh, to uh, renovate Tomorrowland. Uh, you know, it's something that I know that they want to do. Uh, it's something that was already in the works. I talked about it. Uh, I talked about it a couple of months ago. I think that uh, that uh, the that they had originally planned to remove the rocks before summer, uh, or, or earlier this year. But instead, they did the uh, the brickwork on Main Street instead. Uh, so they prioritized that over the rocks. Uh, so the rocks were technically should have already have been removed before summer. Uh, they're doing it now. There is no doubt that the rocks are coming out. Uh, well, they're gone on that left yeah, side. Yeah, so you have to figure that no matter what, that the removal of the rocks is a early, early, early precursor to a Tomorrowland uh, refurbishment. We just don't know how far along the line. I still maintain that we won't see that uh, you're not going to see any Tomorrowland refurbishment until after Marvel is done. Avengers Campus is done because uh, 
you know, only with a little bit of overlap did they have a little bit of overlap with the construction starting on Marvel at the same time they were finishing up with Galaxy's Edge. But uh, generally, Disney does not have two major projects going on at once, correct? Right. So uh, it seems very doubtful that they would get into any kind of major Tomorrowland refurbishment uh, until after uh, Marvel uh, Avengers Campus opens, and that could even be after Phase 2 of Avengers Campus. So we'll just have to wait and see. Uh, despite whatever the rumors say, I agree that something is coming eventually for Tomorrowland, uh, whether it's a $600 billion or whatever the numbers are that people are throwing out, because I could throw out numbers out of my ass too. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, I mean, it's happening, just a matter of when. It started, that's all I know. The rocks are going away. The rocks should be gone by the end of the year, if not into by the time... Uh, I guarantee you the rocks will be gone by the time uh, shit happens. All right, so uh, that's it for Disney. Now we're going to move over to Florida. As we mentioned before, Florida, of course, has, uh, as mentioned in that video, is the big, huge refurbishment to uh, Epcot, uh, which will, of course, see the uh, the uh, coming up all working towards the 50th anniversary of uh, Walt Disney World coming in uh what uh, uh 22 right i believe oh First. that'd be uh that's uh 21 oh oh is it 21 yeah okay well no whenever it is uh they're working towards everything to open around that time uh epcot of course uh as announced before that has the uh the big uh, uh guardians of the galaxy attraction which is coming the uh the the ratatouille ride is uh currently under construction and on schedule, I believe. Uh, they made an announcement that as part of the uh, the uh, England Pavilion that there will be a huge announcement. They brought out a special guest just to announce this, uh, that there will be a special... Uh, they didn't really say... Whether, did they say it was an attraction or is it just uh, like an experience Which uh, for Mary Poppins? I think it's an experience. I think I read something today that... It wasn't an attraction or something like that. I do know that um, you enter through her house to do this. So, Yeah, they did say. Uh, so, yeah, so they brought out uh, Dick Van Dyke to help uh, make the big announcement that as part of, like I said, as part of the uh, the, the Great Britain uh, UK pavilion, that they will be adding a uh, big, huge uh, Mary Poppins thing which will include uh, a replica of the street. Yes. Uh, including all the houses, including the uh, the bank's house. And uh, then, uh, yeah, so that's very exciting. And you'll probably be hearing the cannon go off, too. Oh, yeah, from the next-door neighbor. Yeah, that would be great. Uh, <laughs> so, cool. uh, yeah, so that's uh, just, uh, you know, a little bit about that. We don't really have any details, uh, so you'll just have to wait on that. Uh, what else? Uh of course, uh, they're uh, Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway over at uh, Dis- at Hollywood Studios is uh, coming along, and I believe that's supposed to be open before ours. I think that opens because ours is twenty twenty two, right? Yeah, yeah. Theirs will be open in twenty twenty one for the fiftieth uh, anniversary, and then uh, yeah, I think there was a couple other things. Oh yeah, the Tron, of course, is on schedule probably. 
uh, for also 2021, if not next year. I don't know when that's supposed to open. I heard uh, today that they are starting to put up basically like um, the scenery, like the walls or stuff. Were, Tron? Yeah. So oh, like, cool. Just an example, like the tubes over here at uh, the credit coaster, they're starting to put like the facades around the tracks right now. Oh, neat. So I saw a picture of that today. Cool. All right. So the other, uh, one of the other big announcements, probably the biggest announcement. Well, actually, uh, there was actually a kind of a lot of uh, hubbub leading up to uh, D23 about this particular thing. And that is the Star Wars themed hotel. That was announced, uh, I believe, uh, last year, or was it like two years ago? I don't know. Uh, it seems like a long time ago that it was announced. Uh, the uh, Star Wars-themed hotel that we knew that would be opening there at uh, Walt Disney World, and we presumed uh, would be built right up against uh, their Galaxy's Edge. Uh, we still don't really know that, but they do make it sound like that that's the case. I just don't know because there's a lot of details about it that are kind of conflicting. So uh, let's just talk about it real quick. Uh, they announced, I believe, on the uh, during the uh, the info dump on Thursday that they did, along with uh, uh, Avengers Campus, that they announced that the... Uh, oh, right, they did because it was in the pavilion. Uh, they announced that the uh, Star Wars Hotel experience will be called Galactic Star Cruiser. Uh, they showed a picture of the uh, of the uh, space liner that you're uh, allegedly going to be riding on. Uh, so the whole idea of the Star Wars Hotel is that you were on a galactic, uh, basically a galactic cruise ship. Uh, hopefully not uh, piloted by Zap Brannigan. <laughs> a little Futurama joke for people. You'll get it. Uh, first of all, I just want to say that in the week leading up to D23... I don't know if you saw this. Uh, there were big rumors coming out about how much it was going to cost. Yes, I and did. There was big discussion about that, and basically everybody agreed that nobody would be able to afford to go. So, uh, unless you're rich, uh, or unless you save up uh, all of your simoleons over uh, the span of uh, years, basically, uh, it would probably cost as much to stay in this hotel as it would for a whole entire Walt Disney World vacation. So. Uh, Number one, there was a lot of discussion about the price leading up to this. Uh, but anybody who might have been uh, kind of iffy about the price, uh, once they found out all the details, may have either pushed them over, over the edge to be like, oh, well, screw it. It sounds worth it. Or it'll push them over the edge the other way and be like, nah, it definitely doesn't sound worth it. So uh, first of all, like I said, they had a uh, model in the pavilion of the, uh, uh, you know, of the uh, Star Cruiser that you're supposed to be the the on and uh, the name of it is the Halcyon. The uh, Galactic Star Cruiser will offer a two night itinerary where all guests arrive and depart together, similar to a Disney Cruise Line. Uh, in fact, basically the whole experience is ba is being treated uh, more like a Disney Cruise Line uh, than not, uh, which begs the question of why they didn't just uh, instead of announcing two brand new uh, ships, why didn't they take one of those two brand new ships and design a ship completely Star Wars and make it actual cruise. That's a good Unless idea. Unless that would have just been more money and they thought that keeping it as a hotel would be more cost effective. I don't know. I just think if you if they're trying to make it seem like a cruise, why not actually have it be a cruise? Right. Because uh, then they could have just designed the whole 
uh, cruise ship from the floor up, from the from the keel up, so to speak, uh, to just basically be look like a uh, a spaceship inside. But uh, anyways, it will be a hotel. Though, so uh, unlike any typical cruise, you can become the heroes of your own Star Wars story in a new type of immersive experience that only Disney could create. Wait, where have we heard that before? Oh, I think this time they might actually do it. I don't um, know. When he was talking about it, I was that's when I was like, oh, we heard this before. Right. And yes, I think uh, the way they wanted Galaxy's Edge to be, which is not what they said in the first when we first heard about it. Is now they're like you know what we can do it here at this hotel, which is I assume what they plan on doing all together from the hotel. But I guess I'm guessing that a lot of the thrown away or uh, Bob Chopek uh, rejected concepts from Galaxy's Edge will be integrated into the uh, Galactic Star Cruiser experience. Uh, you will cruise the galaxy in style aboard the Halcyon, known for its impeccable service and exotic destinations. On board, will you st- you will stay in well-appointed cabins. I don't even know what that means. What is a well-appointed cabin? That means uh, they'll give you a room number. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, on board, you will stay in well-appointed cabins, experience onboard dining, make a planet-side excursion to Black Spire Outpost on Batuu, and much more, which, of course, you know, definitely says that it's going to be connected to Batuu. Uh, but that brings up a whole lot of questions, which I will get to uh, when we get to that part. Uh Throughout the journey, you will be invited to delve deeper into your personal adventure by participating in onboard activities, interacting with characters, crew, other passengers you meet, and becoming part of the action and the broader Star Wars saga. The adventure begins when you arrive at the Galactic Star Cruiser Terminal at Walt Disney World. You check in for your two-night experience. You will then be invited to enter a launch pod for transport into space. Through windows above, you'll see yourself leave the real world behind as you jump to hyperspace and draw closer and closer to the Halcyon. Uh, once again, this will be another one of those technologies like probably similar to the uh, getting into the uh, transport on Rise of the Resistance right. or probably what like what the Quinjet thing will be like. Maybe it's like uh, going on a haunted mansion and you're in an elevator. Oh, right. Yeah. I look pretty cool what they're talking about. And when the launch pod docks with the Halcyon and the airlock opens, you will step into the main ship's main deck atrium to begin your journey through a galaxy far, far away. A uh, visit aboard the Halcyon becomes a multi-day story that interweaves with members of the crew, other passengers, familiar Star Wars characters, and the, of course, as mentioned, the excursion to Star Wars Galaxy's Edge at Hollywood Studios. Now, uh, different things... Uh, something that uh, we may sound familiar to us from quite a while back that we talked about. Uh, the all-immersive experience also features entertaining activities such as wielding a lightsaber while facing off against a training remote where you may discover your own connection with the Force. Now, hmm, hmm, I'm stroking my chin beard right now. Uh, just thinking back to, I don't know, a couple years ago, uh, we talked about some uh, uh, some uh, supposed uh, patents that Disney had taken out. Oh, right. And one of them was uh, very specifically about a lightsaber uh, thing with a with a, to be used with a training remote. Right. Well, there now we know what that was for. Uh, and I would suspect that a lot of those patents that we talked about, oh, I don't know how long ago, 
long before we knew exactly what was going on with the Galaxy's Edge because a lot of it we assumed for was for Galaxy's Edge. So I'm thinking that a lot of this stuff we heard about when we talked about the patents thing was at least a year and a half, two years ago maybe. Yeah, I'm going to say that. So, uh, yeah, we know where probably a lot of it is going then was probably for this, uh, but this definitely for sure. Uh, visiting the Star Cruisers Bridge to learn about ship systems and how to operate them, including navigation and defense skills that may come in handy during journey through the adventure-filled galaxy. Uh, some fun facts. Every window in the Halcyon, including those in each cabin, has a view of the galaxy beyond, with ever-changing vistas as the ship progresses from place to place. Now, I think uh, I saw an example of that at D23. Okay. Over like at... A practical example? Yes. Oh, cool. Uh, it was right in front of me. Um, it was over at the the Disney Volunteers uh, booth they had there, and basically it was showing you an example of uh, what they're building for children's hospitals. Now, what they're doing is is they're doing the very first one over in uh, Children's Hospital in Texas, and they're basically want to make the the waiting rooms and the hospital rooms uh, more. Um, welcoming, you know, they don't want the kids to feel like, you know, you know, I'm in a doctor's office type of thing. So they showed us the, a waiting room that basically had, uh, it has a TV in there and it has this little chip card and you can interact with the TV and put what you want to, you know, whatever's going on on the TV. And then also they had these windows in there and it had different scenes. And the one scene we had, well, I went there twice, but the second time... Uh, when I went in there was Star Wars and you were out in space and you saw like the Death Star out there and like it was like a window, you know, looking outside into uh, the space. They also have one like, you know, be any Disney theme. If you're like in uh, like Moana, you'll see the ocean or stuff like that. So I think that was like when I heard that, Neat. I'm like, hey, I just saw that. So yeah, that's pretty cool. Now, uh, my question is, and what do you think? What do you think the outside of the hotel is going to look like? It's obviously going to be windowless, except for maybe like in, uh, you know, uh, there might be windows in places that are like cast members only. You know, they might have windows in like rooms that are cast members only. But for the most part, the living spaces of the uh, hotel will have no windows, Uh, presumably right down to the, uh, you know, the lobby and everything. Because if you're doing this whole uh, launch pod thing, uh, that may even be like some other building where you take, like you said, maybe some sort of uh, transport, an actual transport, or maybe something even similar to uh, in Florida at Harry Potter. Uh, you know how you take the Hogwarts, you could take the Hogwarts Express from uh, Universal F- Orlando to uh, to Islands of Adventure from one part of Harry Potter to the other. And it's basically an actual train that goes between the two parks at the top, but there, it's windowless. There's uh, just oh. there's uh, there's uh, screens in place of the windows, so it actually looks like you're traveling on the Hogwarts right. Express. So, uh, I mean, is it going to be something like that where you have like the the pod is someplace else? So you're not even going to be uh, checking in anywhere actually near the hotel. You might actually have to take this actual pod that moves that may go along underground. Or it may go in some like covered like tunnel or something like that, and then you'll get off in like they said the the atrium, which is maybe like the basement of the hotel or underground or something, because uh, 
Yeah, once again, no windows. If if if, if when you see out in the space, that means everything, all the window, all the quote unquote windows that they have, uh, that the guests have, will all be basically uh, virtual screens. Yeah. Uh, so, what is the hotel going to look like on the outside? Is it just going to be a big, plain looking building Man. with a few windows interspersed? Is there going to be some sort of uh, cool paint scheme on it because if you're gonna be if it's gonna be close enough to Galaxy's Edge for the for people in Galaxy's Edge to see it, it's gonna have to be themed for the background, or is it going to be like behind the spires of Galaxy's Edge where you can't even see it? Is it gonna be a flat hotel, flat long hotel, so that way you're not going really going up and down, everything's long. Maybe it's just maybe instead of uh your usual tall, you know whatever thirty story luxury hotel maybe it's a luxury hotel that's been placed on end horizontally and everything's like maybe there's only a few two or three floors but it's really a long it's a really long hotel and it's actually hidden behind uh the spires of galaxy's edge or something where you can't even technically see it until uh you know and then there's some like special uh way for you to get into Galaxy's More than likely, you're going to have your own entrance, I would right? Think. So, uh, that's the kind of thing as I think about. I'm like, I think about what's it going to look like on the outside. Obviously, if there's no windows, it's going to look weird. Mm-hmm. But at the, with the way the design supposedly is that it's a long spaceship, does that mean it's also going to be a long, flat hotel rather than your usual tall hotel? So it's all very interesting to think about those sort of things. Uh, the uh, uh, you'll also be able to explore the Halcyon and perhaps discover hidden spaces deep in the mechanics of the ship, per- perfect for uncovering secrets or holding secret meetings. And then uh, something that was supposed to happen with Galaxy's Edge. Uh, choices you make during your adventure will help determine how your Star Wars story progresses. Right. Uh, now, there is a link to the actual uh, Star Wars Galactic Star Cruiser uh, website where you're presumably at some point you'll be able to book your uh, vacation and they do go through and they have they do go off actually into more detail and tell you the different parts of the ship uh, the once again the atrium uh, the bridge operate the ship's navigation and defense systems as I mentioned earlier uh, the wielding a lightsaber but then uh, passenger cabin of course mentioning the the, the w- windows. Uh, the Silver Sea Lounge. Sip a drink in the stylish lounge, a warm and inviting retreat for passengers of all ages. So it definitely sounds like there will be some sort of a real cantina there, maybe based on the original uh, concept of the cantina that was supposed to be in Galaxy's Edge but was nixed by uh, Chopek, perhaps. Uh, definitely the can- the cantina that everybody wishes Oga's was. Uh, the engineering room, one of probably one of those secret spaces, as it says, sneak into a crew-only portion of the Halcyon and discover the inner workings of the ship's systems. And uh, they have concept art of some kids crawling through ducks and uh, kids playing with uh, things and uh, just <laughs> causing trouble and blowing the ship up. I don't know. And then, of course, it mentions the space pods. Launch into space and dock with the Halcyon. Now, we don't know when this is going to open, but I would assume that uh, they're talking about it in much, so much detail that they might have it ready by the time uh, Rise of the Resistance opens. I don't know if they'll have it ready in time for... Uh, that opens in December. 
Yeah, December 5th is when their Rise of the Resistance opens. Uh, apparently, I had r- heard word that uh, people at uh, in Walt Disney World are not happy with the fact that they decided to open it in December and that they wish that theirs had also been delayed to January uh, because they think it's a huge mistake to open it during the holiday season, which is the reason I said why ours was not going to open during the holiday season. Uh, you would have thought that it would be in the same case, but... Uh, uh, basically, they don't have any details. If you go, like I said, if you go to the uh, Galactic Star Cruiser, uh, what is it? Uh, Star Wars Galactic Star Star Cruiser dot com. Uh, they have the details and stuff, uh, but they do have just a basically uh, a sign up to receive updates on Galactic Star Cruiser, and they will email you probably when, uh, or you can call the number or whatever. But uh, I'm sure we'll get more about that in a in a opening date of that uh, pretty soon. Well, I got a question. Yes. When they first talked about this, they said that you were going to be able to dress the part. Yes, that's where I was going to get to next because that brings me to the uh, what I was talking about, how it creates a uh, kind of a conflict with uh, things that, uh, with uh, the visiting of Galaxy's Edge, uh, and they say that you will, as part of your two day journey be able to go to galaxy's edge but yeah there has been no mention of the costuming thing which was mentioned originally when this was first announced the star wars hotel was first announced because then uh the question came up ever since the whole debacle and the whole uh kerfluffle with the uh the no costumes in galaxy's edge thing and then especially just recently they had the uh they they had their own little uh, costuming announcement, which seemed to back it up uh, a lot of the things that they said would be okay for our Galaxy's Edge. Now they seem to be a, bit, a little bit more specific about it just being bounding. Now you definitely can't wear anything that looks like the actual costumes and stuff like that. So if they were still planning to give you costumes to wear for the whole uh, Galactic Star Cruiser experience, how does that work for going into Galaxy's Edge? Are they, is it okay for those people to wear costumes? Are people who are staying in the Galactic Star Cruiser going to visit Galaxy's Edge and be harassed by security? Or are, or have they just completely uh, dropped the whole idea of the costume? I'm going to say they dropped it because you don't see anything in the, in the, in the photo, on the, the concept art. Right. You don't see, you see the people with the lightsaber, but you don't see them dressed as in robes or anything like that. And the, I believe the first time they announced it, they showed white robes that you're going to be wearing, white, white outfits. Right. And you don't see anything then in the concept art. Nope. So I think they dropped that idea. I think so too. And I think the, I think the reason they did it was because of the uh, whole Galaxy's Edge thing, that originally they probably were going to allow costumes in Galaxy's Edge, but then uh, they, they're stupid, and they... Yeah, once the whole idea of having costumes in Galaxy Edge went away, it kind of made the rest of it go away. Now, in the some of the concept art, you do see some kind of them wearing some kind of like futuristic clothing, uh, but it's you know obviously it's not Star Wars real Star Warsy clothing, but I mean you do see them wearing something that's kind of like a cross. Basically, it looks like they're wearing like a civilian clothing from star trek which always looked like shit (laughs) uh i don't know we'll just have to wait and see what happens 
So yeah, we'll let you know more about that when we find out when that's going to open. All right, so there's like a lot of stuff announced for Florida since the 50th anniversary is coming up. And they said this year that they were going to be celebrating all the parks over there, not just Magic Kingdom. So all the parks are going to have uh, a big old party going on, which seemed pretty cool. But they also announced this new digital uh, thing that's coming out. It's called Disney Genie, which is basically an app. And um, it's basically going to replace the old, uh, uh, what did they call it? The thing you used in conjunction with your... Uh, your uh, magic band. Your magic band. You had the uh, the whole thing where you uh, connected the magic band to the thing, and then you can schedule all of your your whole uh, uh, Walt Disney World trip through this, and you can do all your fast passes and stuff. I believe that this is basically what's going to replace that, and then some. Right? Is that what this sounds like? Yeah, it says that um, Disney Genie will make planning easier and more fun by providing customized itineraries gear to your interests right at your fingertips uh basically if you go onto the app and you say i want i like thrill rides i want to ride roller coasters i want to i like this type of food i want to eat at three o'clock or whatever it's gonna this is it's gonna plan your day for you basically you don't have to keep to it you can uh if you decide you know what i don't want to go i don't want to eat at three o'clock i'm gonna change that to two o'clock uh you can do that it's just basically showing you, hey, this is what you're going to do. This is what you're going to do next. Uh, things like that. Uh, they uh, did stress that that point that you can change it at any time. And it also says it will give you notifications and say, hey, maybe you want to do this. Maybe you want to do that. Uh, give you more suggestions. Uh, things like that. When they were talking about it, I thought it sounded really cool. I thought it was a pretty good idea. But, of course, um, that's over there, not over here since they have more stuff to do over there compared to here. But I just wanted to talk. I still want magic bands. I know, huh? I just wanted to talk about that real quick because when they were talking about it there, I was like, wow, this is really, really interesting. So if you guys uh, head over there to uh, Walt Disney World, uh, check out Disney Genie. This is going to be starting up late uh, 2020. So uh, look forward to that and that during that time. I, I think it's cool. Maybe we'll get something like that over here. Uh, you never know. So also at that parks panel, it was parks and merchandising products. And uh, they announced that uh, they're going to be putting in some Disney store, basically section inside targets. Uh, they're going to be rolling out with like uh, maybe 30 locations or something to start with. I, I, I know I saw the list. I don't remember how many locations there were. And I know that uh, Marietta is going to get one here in California and I think there was another one. I don't remember where it was. So many people go to Murrieta. Well, I think what they're doing is basically... Small markets first. Putting the them test, where yeah. there's no Disney stores. Right. So basically where I live, there's like three Disney stores I can go to. So they're putting in, in the markets where there's no Disney stores, and they're putting Disney store products into uh, Targets, which is pretty cool. Cool idea. I mean, there's already a lot of Disney stuff in Target. Uh, I see this as an eventual phasing out of Disney stores, maybe. Uh, if they can get basically a Disney store into Target, then there's no need for an actual Disney store anymore because uh, then you just say, well, it's at Target. Right. Because uh, uh, anymore, you know what? I mean, to be honest, there's not really a whole lot of Disney store that's exclusive. Right. 
I mean, Disney stores are usually kind of disappointing anymore. They are. Uh, I mean, there's, I mean, basically you could take all of the stuff that's at Disney store and you could definitely put it into a target. Uh, I'll be interesting to see how they do that. Cause I mean, if, if they're going to have to have, you know, X number of aisles that are devoted to Disney, uh, do you have it as like a section of its own where it has the aisles, but then they like have a big marquee and they make it act like you're actually walking in. Well, from the concept that they showed, it looks like, like a Halloween section, back to school section. So or, something that would go like in a corner. Right, okay. right. So that's what it looked like to, to me. So, I mean, uh, basically I think that it wouldn't be uh, outside the realm of possibility that uh, this is a plan to phase out Disney stores eventually and just uh, get all their stuff basically exclusively into Target. Uh, because, you know, I mean, I'm sure Disney stores are not very cost-effective for them in the long run. Uh, it's probably just more of a novelty or a uh, history thing for them just to keep having Disney stores. You know, I mean, Disney Store just had its anniversary, what, like a couple of years ago. Yeah. So uh, I don't know. Like I said, I see this as a way to eventually phase out Disney stores. We'll see. Uh, maybe it's just a way to expand. Uh, all I know is damn Target. <laughs> Well, you know what? I didn't think about that when they announced that. That's <laughs> something I didn't even think about. And then you think about it in the long run, it'd be cheaper because now they're just going to rent out space instead of renting out buildings. Exactly. So, and paying rent to the mall. Well, and they probably don't even have to rent out space. I mean, geez, I'm sure Target is. Target always has the plenty of sections in the in their stores that are basically wasted space. I mean, all they have to do is, uh, you know, relocate their holiday section. Or put it, you know, or move something, or get rid of uh, what is already a, basically a pointless sporting goods section uh, in most stores. And uh, there's, you know, there's plenty of rooms for all the store. If they want to have all the stores to have uh, basically a Disney store inside, I don't see it as a uh, impossibility. Uh, with the exception, you know, the only problems I could see maybe is that a lot of uh, Targets have undergone uh, refurbishments themselves. In the last few years, uh, so I mean, to have a lot of Target stores have to go undergo another refurbishment at a Disney store would probably get a lot of complaints. But uh, I don't see this. I don't see it as a uh, outside the realm of possibility that this is a way to phase out Disney stores altogether. Uh, we'll just have to wait and see. All right, and, so and, uh, go to Murrieta. Yes. All right, so I I, I had a uh, just to wrap up the D twenty three. It was pretty cool. Uh, a lot of cool. Um, Exhibits that they had, Disney volunteers with the the Children's Hospital was really really cool, and uh, it's also cool to see people that you haven't seen in a while. And uh, the first one uh, I got to talk about is Bubba. Bubba. It was so cool to see Bubba. Bubba was there. He was there all three days, but I didn't see him until like uh, the last day. I think it was. That's how it goes. Yeah, that's how it goes. Big convention. Yeah, we, everywhere. Especially yeah, if someone spends half their day in lines yeah so we uh we actually did the disney volunteers together him and his wife uh taylor we all did that together hung out for a little bit checked out some other stuff and that was cool uh to hang out with bubba also got to see joey Pittman from the disney universe podcast at that time with him and it was pretty cool because i saw saw pictures of them eating hot dogs no invite (laughs) we got our i got up uh it was after the panel the the parks panel and I saw him, I went up to him, hey, what's up? And 
he uh, was just going to go cruise around. He only got to pass for Sunday. And uh, so he was going to go look around. I was like, oh, you, I was asking if he's going to meet up with anyone. He just said, oh, later on, he's going to meet up with uh, some people. I said, cool. And I said, well, I was going to go eat. I go, I'm, I'm hungry. And he's all, well, you know what? I, I'm going to get something to eat, too. He's all, uh, do you think the food trucks are here? I said, they should be here by now because actually that park panel was at 1030. I woke up at 730 in the morning to go to this. Yes, I was up early. I got there in time for it. So... Uh, when I got there, there was no food trucks there. They're not there yet. So I said, there probably are. And I said, well, I was going to go eat in here. And he he's like, well, I don't care. I'm I'm down to eat here. I said, I was going to get a hot dog. He said, that sounds good to me. I said, cool. So let me tell you the story. It's pretty dirty. We were standing in line for hot dogs. Now, if you guys have been to the convention center, there's like four lines in this uh, snack bar area. Uh, one line is like hot dogs and nachos and drinks and things like that or some some stuff. The other line is hamburgers, fries, fries, and then they it basically you go up there and you just pull your burger, you pull, you know, just self-serve. There's other two that are cooking things. You order and you, you know, you cook whatever. Or they cook it for you and they give it to you. So I'm in a line that says hot dogs and we're sitting in the line. It was a pretty long line because everyone just came out of the panel. Everyone's hungry. So we're standing there and uh, I asked for a hot dog and the person told the other person, we only have two left. Okay, cool. It's me and Joey. We're just going to get one hot dog each. And then this guy who was standing in the wrong line goes up to the person and says, hey, I've been standing in this line for a long time, and I just realized I'm in the wrong line. I just want a hot dog. I was like, what? So they go and grab, and then while she was grabbing the hot dog, one of the ladies, he goes, oh, we want two. They put two hot dogs down. They took them. And now we have to wait five minutes for a hot dog. I just said, nope. You that's just, why. You just lost your business. That's why I called it a five-minute hot dog. Because we had to wait for five minutes. Joey says, I'll wait. And I couldn't take one hot dog and just go and eat it. He's waiting light. So I'm like, all right, whatever. So I'm sitting there, whatever. You know what? They want to make sure the hot dog's at right temperature to serve. That's cool. Joey's all, I don't see the difference. I grab a hot dog out of the refrigerator and eat it anyway. So anyway, so we're waiting for the hot dog. Then there's this lady who is part of the staff with a blue shirt. Basically, I guess she was on lunch and she says, oh, I'm in the wrong line for a hot dog. I said, I said well, first of all, the hot dog is five minutes. We have to wait five minutes for the hot dog because they're cooking and you're not getting my hot dog. I told her. <laughs> So she went to go wait and lied. <laughs> she got out of that line, went to go wait and lied. And uh, then she started complaining. How long is it going to be ready? No, 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 no. She's not complaining because she sees like 40 hot dogs there on the roller thinking that they should be serving them, but they're cooking. And the lady's over there with the, the thermometer checking the hot dogs. I'm okay with it. So I thought it was funny. So, yeah, we got the hot dog and we went to go sit down. And I said, hey, Joe, you got to take a fat time picture. And he's all... Oh my God, this is my first one. <laughs> so he was excited to take a fat tie picture and it was cool to hang out with him for a while. Um, now, uh, I'm going to call you guys on a fail. Uh, how long were you guys hanging out together total? Uh, probably about 30 minutes. Okay. I'm still going to call you guys down on a major fail. Uh, you guys are fail as podcasters, two podcasters getting together eating 
And neither of you thought for one second to do a quick crossover interview or any kind of little uh, recording spot where you guys record something of you guys interviewing each other that you could have played on our podcast and he could have played on his podcast. All I know is both of you guys are fired. Failures as podcasters, that's all. In my defense, I got up early and I was hungry. So it was cool to see Joey and it was also cool to, uh, uh, of course, bump into other people. I saw Debbie. I said hi to her real quick. And uh, then I uh, we I was uh, there had an Autopia uh, little display there, and there was a line for that. I didn't go in there because it was like to me I didn't see a reason why to go in there when you can see it from the outside. And um, so I was walking by and someone said Mousepire. So obviously he's either a follower or a listener. I don't know. I couldn't go really talk to him because he's in line. And wow. when you're in the line, they have something where you go and sign up for something or do something. And he was about to do that. So it wasn't the time to talk to him. So I just said, oh, you know, you know, have fun and everything. So if you're listening right now, uh, send me a message or something. Let yeah, me know who you are. Um, but it was nice to see you. And thanks for uh, recognizing me. And also we had another uh, listener who... Uh, Came up to me while I was sitting down. She goes, "Are you are, aren't you Dick from Mouse Power?" I was like, "Yeah." She goes, "Oh, I listen to you." She said, uh, "Basically, she's one of those who are shy to come up to person." I'm like, "I don't see why. Don't be shy. Just come up, say hi, what's up." She says she's actually seen me before at the parks, but I was in line for something and she was in line for something. She said and couldn't really come say hi or whatever. And so I was talking to her for a while. She said that uh, she was actually mentioned uh, Connor. And Miles. <laughs> so I texted Miles and said, hey, you're famous. Uh, listener uh, mentioned you. Uh, she, matched, she asked if you were there, and she asked if uh, Dan was there. And um, so it was pretty nice. She asked for Tim. She asked if, she said she saw Tim earlier. Oh. And, uh, <laughs> and uh, so um, her name is Ashley. And she goes, I always want to write an email, but uh, I don't, you know, one of those shy things again. I'm like, just write in. I said, hey, I told her. You need to write in and let us know your experience for D23. And then uh, she was there. I believe it was her husband. And he said, yeah, because I was about to give her a button. And, uh, you know, I don't want to give buttons to people if they don't know who I am. And he says, yeah, because if you email three times, you get a nickname. <laughs> I'm like, oh, well, he knows who we are. So I gave both buttons. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, so it was nice talking to Ashley. And she actually did write an email. We'll be reading later on. Cool. So it was nice to meet you, Ashley. Uh, you didn't see the Shepplers? Didn't see the Shepplers. Were they there? Do you know? I don't know. I don't know if they were there either. I don't know. I uh, didn't see them. I don't know if they still listen. Um, I mean, he still follows me on Twitter. Right. So um, I think that's all I've seen. So, uh, yeah, it was fun. Uh, glad to meet you guys, and hopefully we'll see you guys soon in the parks. And uh, anyone who listens and sees me in the parks or, you know, anybody, whatever, just come say hi. You know, we're not going to bite or anything. And, uh, yeah, it was cool. I had a great time. Cool. But, yeah, a D23 Part 2 is uh, next week. Now, uh, just uh, throwing this out there, uh, D23 is usually every two years, right? Yeah. Uh, which would mean the next D23 would be 2021. Do you think we get the first Florida D23 in conjunction with... <laughs> The 50th anniversary of Walt Disney World. I wouldn't put it past them. I'm just going to throw that out there. Especially with uh, Star Wars Celebration coming here next year. 
Uh, I think that they throw a bone to uh, Florida and finally give them a D23. They haven't had one. Right. There's been a D23 in in, to- in uh, Japan. Right. But uh, they haven't had one in Florida yet. So I feel like that uh, we're going by the two every two years thing, that that puts it in the same year as the 50th of uh, Walt Disney World. And there's no, that just seems natural to have it there. I mean, they have a perfectly good good uh, convention center that they've used for store celebrations. So we shall see. Uh, so, yeah, like you said, that wraps up uh, D23 coverage for this week. Uh, tune in next week to hear all about the uh, uh, Disney Plus and movies and TV shows. Oh, my. And whatever else I might have forgot. Right. <laughs> uh, now, uh, you... We may be done with D23, but we are not done talking about the parks. Uh, we have a few little tidbits here uh, before we get to the mail. Uh, first of all, um, just breaking news today. Uh, the uh, the wonderful organization that is the Transportation Safety Administra- uh, Authority or Administration or whatever the hell they're called, uh, the illegal uh, uh, organization known as TSA, uh, has declared... On their own, we have no idea why this happened, whether it was an incident that provoked this or whether it's just them being stupid. Uh, TSA has officially uh, banned (laughs) the Galaxy's Edge, quote-unquote, thermal detonator Coke bottles from checked and carry-on luggage. Checked and carry-on. It does specifically say checked and carry-on. So basically, if you buy one of the fancy Coke bottles, which presumably are still available, they didn't sell out like we all predicted they would. Uh, But they might as well have been because uh, if you get one and you don't live here, then either you're going to have to ship it or it's going in the trash because there's no way you're going to be able to take it home. Because TSA has deemed uh, that... Uh, there is a regulation apparently in TSA that you are not allowed. Not only are you not allowed to have actual explosives naturally, <laughs> uh, apparently it is prohibited to have replica explosives because apparently replica explosives are a thing. Uh, so next time you want to take that piece of cosplay uh, fake dynamite into your uh, baggage with you, uh, don't because apparently replica explosives are a thing and apparently replica explosives are banned from uh by TSA of taking on US flights. Now uh as Dan predicted uh or as Dan figured there is a rant in this of course because <laughs> uh, I find this absolutely uh ridiculous. Uh number 1 I'm going to say that it I'm going to try not to yell because there's people trying to sleep so I'm going to try and be nice here. Uh it doesn't even look like a thermal detonator. Okay, there I said it. Uh, the uh, uh, number one, I'm gonna say. Number two, I'm gonna say, Disney could have uh, the, all of this could have been avoided if Disney never would have said, "Oh, it looks like a thermal detonator." <laughs> if they would have just said, "Oh, look, it's a, it's a, it's a uh, futuristic looking bottle." That's all they had to say. They didn't have to say it looks like a thermal detonator, because once again, it does not look like a thermal detonator. If you think it looks like a thermal detonator. Well, then perhaps you need to go back and watch some Star Wars because, uh, number one, thermal detonators are much smaller than 
a Coke than with those Coke bottles. Uh, number two, thermal detonators do not have a thing on top of them. Uh, like I said, if you have any confusion about what a thermal detonator looks like from Star Wars, Google it, as we are fond of saying, or simply go back and watch uh, the beginning of Return of the Jedi when uh, Leia disguises Boosh, spoilers, uh, pulls out a thermal detonator and, th- uh, and threatens Jabba with it. Uh, that <laughs> is a, that. Yes, exactly. That is a thermal detonator. The Coke bottles do not look like thermal detonators. They look like the Coke bottles from Christmas. Maybe with maybe, an extra little decoration on top. Maybe they shouldn't, you know, actually put the word Coke on there. I don't know. Oh, you mean the uh, the words that are already on there? Oh, oh, but it says an hour dish exactly. So uh, maybe foreign. that's the confusion. It's foreign. <laughs> oh, you know. So yeah, uh, damn immigrants. <laughs> uh, yeah. So uh, TSA and their uh, infinite wisdom, for some reason or another, we don't know why. I don't know if we'll find out why. Has decided that uh, these uh, replica explosives. Uh, even if they're, I'm gonna, I'm gonna say that this includes even if they're empty. This is period the end, not filled with liquid, not you know whatever. This is period, no empty, no filled with liquid, nothing. But I'm gonna go back to my point. If Disney never would have said they looked like thermal detonators, which they don't, then none of this would have happened. If they would have just said, oh, look, it's a futuristic Coke bottle. That's all they had to say. They didn't have to say it looked like a freaking replica explosive. And none of this would have been, all of this would have been avoided. And now we wouldn't have, uh, you know, it's bad enough that we have stupid fanboys out there gatekeeping Star Wars. It's bad enough that we have other stupid people gatekeeping Star Wars. But now we have TSA gatekeeping Star Wars for no good reason. And it's ridiculous. And before there's, I'm sure there's people out there saying, well, as long as it's keeping people safe. Because, you know, the same old Tiger argument that people used with the costumes thing and whatever other reasons you use. Oh, this is keeping people safe. What, from an empty Coke bottle? Because <laughs> their thing is, well, you know, if we let them go one time, it's actually going to be an explosive. Why? Because you said it looked like an explosive. Now you're putting ideas into people's heads. Well, you know what? Uh, people have exploding underwear. Uh, you know, saying. I don't know. All I know is, once again, I'm going to say it again, and this will be the last time I'm going to say it. Probably not. If they never would have said it looked like a thermal detonator, which it doesn't, none of this would have happened. So speaking of things that come from Galaxy's Edge, uh, we got word today that uh, we've been telling you the ongoing saga of the Kyber Crystals. Uh, where one moment they're behind the counter and you can ask for them, uh, and the next moment they're only being sold with the per- with the purchase of a a uh, holocron, and then they're back behind the counter. And then they're only with a pro- holocron. Basically, it's back and forth depending on their stock. Well, now we've gotten word. Uh, I think I was talking about what a couple weeks ago. I was mentioning how prices had started going up on certain items. Mm-hmm. Uh, I had mentioned some of the stuff, the plushes had gone up from uh, $17.99 to $19.99. Uh, 
And I think I talked about that, or maybe I talked about it with somebody else. Uh, things like that have been happening. Some of the plushes have gone up from $17.99, $19.99, and ones that were $19.99 have gone up to like $21 or $22.99 or something like that. Uh, the Sabak uh, playing card game uh, has gone up, I think, twice. Speaking of Sabak, the last time I was there with Giselle, uh-huh. we played. Oh, cool. Um, cast member said, hey, you guys in a hurry or anything? I'm like, no, why? what's up? You know, let me teach you this game. That's Have you heard of it? I'm like, yeah. yeah. Do you know how to play? No. So he sat there with us and um, showed us how to play. Look at you getting to play Sabak before I ever get And um, I almost won, but he cheated. Okay? He cheated. Because... Um, well, he's from there. Yeah. House, house rules. I, I guess, because um, basically you want to go to the lowest number and get to zero. And... Um, the way he was showing us, he forgot to show us with the dice, though. He said, well, we'll, he goes, oh, we're supposed to do the dice. Well, well, we'll do it without it this time. So we're playing, and I had the card, or he was, uh, you, you you had your cards, you total them up. You know, green is positive, basically red is negative. And uh, uh, you pick a card, either you pull down one of your cards or you pick a card, whatever. And he put down one of his cards, and the card he put down would have made my cards to zero and then he goes oh i don't want that oh i don't want to do that and he took the card back i was like that would have got me down to zero so he cheated it's all guys yeah damn but two wins yep yeah so a lot, like i said a lot of things have been going, going up in price uh it will remain to be seen if some of the bigger things like the uh lightsaber build or the droids go up uh but we'll have to wait and see uh, but getting back to the kyber crystals, obviously, as you can tell, that the point I'm getting to is the kyber crystals have gone up in price, two dollars. Uh, they are now what they were before. They were twelve ninety nine. They are now fourteen ninety nine. Uh, supposedly they are, I think eleven ninety nine with your AP discount. I don't know what they were before when they were twelve ninety nine. Uh, but yeah, so those have gone up. Uh, so if you guys do find Kyber crystals in stock, uh, you can expect to uh, pay more. <laughs> so yeah, just the uh, the trend of uh, prices in Galaxy's Edge going up as continuing. Uh, I can pretty much guarantee at this point I'll probably never get anything that has a Kyber crystal. Uh, I'm definitely not going to pay fifteen dollars for one Kyber crystal. That's just silly. So. So yeah, so. Uh, Keep an eye on those price increases at Galaxy's Edge. All right, we got two more things, and then we will be done, pretty much until the mail with the mail, and then the mail. Uh, the uh, we've uh, obviously talked about uh, this is for you, Dan, especially. I know you've been real into those uh, mobile ordering buttons. Uh, we are moving on from the uh, second wave of mobile ordering buttons, the third wave. Uh, as of right now, I believe, I think this has already started. Uh, this was as of Friday. Uh, buttons are no longer available at War Wieners, Bayside Brews, Clarabelle's, Corndog Castle, Lucky Fortune, Cookery, and Paradise Garden Grill at DCA. Or period, I mean. Probably period. 
Uh, they are also no longer available at Tangaroa Terrace, uh, Tropical Bar and Grill at the Disneyland Ho- Hotel. Now, uh, we had talked about last time, I think, that uh, we talked about how they had not had any buns at Disneyland yet. Mm-hmm. And uh, they still don't. <laughs> but, but I will get to that in a minute. First, I will tell you the new buns. Uh, starting with the Grand Californian, where the GCH Craftsman Grill, a.k.a. the former Whitewater Snacks, will now have a mobile ordering button. Also, over at DCA, the uh, Cocina Cucamonga Mexican Grill, Rita's Baja Blenders, Hollywood Lounge, Smoothies, and Smoke Jumpers Grill all have the uh, buttons now. And uh, obviously those will be available until whenever they're not. So uh, if you guys, uh, has there really been, I don't know if we haven't done any kind of count of how long there have been. Has it been like a month? Uh, I'd have to go back and look at when we talked about the last batch. Uh, Wasn't Dan here? I mean, that probably was about a month ago. So I'm going to say that they're available about, about a month. Now, I can't guarantee that. I can't say that that's for sure. I'm just going to say that it seems like it was about a month ago that Dan was on the podcast and we were talking about the new ones at the other places. So, uh, yeah, just uh, keep an eye out. Uh, If you guys are interested in any of those, make sure you guys get over there and get them. Uh, the only one that would really sounds like it might be look cool would be Smoke Jumpers Grill. Might have a might be a kind of a cool button, uh, but uh, otherwise, uh, you know, nothing really interesting to me there. Uh, maybe if uh, Whitewater Snacks was still called Whitewater Snacks, that might have been a cool button. But uh, I don't need tools, so I don't need Craftsman <laughs> Grill button. Now, I said that uh, Disneyland was coming, uh, but first, uh, they do uh, they are giving us a like a sneak uh, or advance notice of what buttons are coming soon uh, for DCA. Coming soon, uh, so get your hype up for any of these places. Adorable Snowman. Yeah. That one sounds like it'd be, probably be a cool one. Uh, Flows. The Pacific Wharf Cafe. And the Pacific Wharf Distribution Company. Cool. So uh, those four are coming soon to DCA. Now, as I mentioned, there previously hadn't been any mobile order uh, buttons at Disneyland, but they are coming soon. And I'm going to start with one that uh, Giselle may get kind of excited (laughs) about, uh, and that is Bengal Barbecue is one of the ones that's coming soon. And I'm just going to go through the list here, and uh, some of these are going to be probably kind of cool, and some of them may even be kind of surprising because uh, Galaxy's Edge is included. So, Bengal Barbecue, Docking Bay 7, Idlewise Snacks, Galactic Grill, Gibson Girl, Harbor Galley, Hungry Bear, Jolly Holiday, The Milk Stand in Galaxy's Edge, The Mint Julep Bar, Red Rose Tavern, Refreshment slash Coke Corner, Royal Street Veranda, Ronto Roasters, Stage Door Cafe, The Golden Horseshoe, Tiki Juice Bar, and Troubadour Tavern, the home of Bacon Sauerkraut. (laughs) So all of those, they say, are coming soon. Uh, We don't know when. 
I'm guessing that if, like I said, if they keep up their uh, their uh, kind of schedule, quote unquote schedule, uh, we're looking at probably the end of September or beginning of uh, October, maybe when they'll start these. Uh, we don't know. They just definitely say they're coming soon. This is the first time they've mentioned anything, number one, about Disneyland or about that there are buttons coming soon. Usually they just tell you these are the ones right. and that's it. So the fact that they're giving you a heads up on all the ones that are coming soon is kind of cool. So that way you can plan and be like, oh, I would definitely want that one. I definitely want that one. I definitely want that one. So uh, just plan accordingly and just listen to the podcast and pay attention to when those ones come out. So, yeah. Get on it, Dan. <laughs> yeah, so uh, Oogie Boogie uh, Bash, uh, tickets can continue to sell out. How many more uh, dates did we have sell out this week? Uh, three or four. Three or four. I don't know. but oh, um, three or four. Boom, 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 boom. <laughs> but um, it's easier to tell you that there's only eight days left or eight nights left for party tickets, and that's October 1st. None in September. No. September's done. D-U-N. So tickets are left for October 1st, 6th, 13th, 15th, 20th, 22nd, 27th, and 29th. And that's it. They're going by pretty quickly, especially uh, the end of this month. Uh, probably be sold out some more tomorrow. I don't know, but uh, those are the only days that, that are available. Remember last week I did say that uh, by the end of August, half of the dates that were left would sell out. And at that time, there were you know, whatever there was. So uh, we're still working towards that being true. Right. So, um, yeah, that's all you have left uh, right now. October 1st, 15th, and 22nd are $120 days, and the rest are 145 So those are going to be the ones that go next, so the 1st, 15th, and 22nd. Yep. So you guys better hurry up if you guys want those. Uh, want to go to the party and party with Oogie Boogie. Yep. And uh, they're giving away something special for APs. Yeah, uh, usually we have the, uh, you know, the AP uh, corners and stuff, and they give out uh, whatever shitty stickers or uh, things that they've given out before at AP corners. Uh, well, they will be having next to uh, Treat Trail, next to Goofy Sky School at California Adventure, of course, during the party. Uh, they will be having a... Uh, commemorative magnet that they will be giving away uh, for uh, valid APs. And uh, you will need to have your valid annual passport and Oogie Boogie Bash admission ticket uh, to get this magnet. And I must say that it actually looks kind of cool. I actually want it. It's actually they're giving away something for APs that I actually want for a change. Uh, yeah, it's really cool. I like purple. Yeah, if you guys are APs and you guys are going to Oogie uh, Boogie Bash, make sure you guys get over there to the tree trail next to Sco Goofy's Sky School and uh, get your magnet. Uh, I must say that this uh, definitely doesn't replace uh, getting uh, a uh, cinch sack because, <laughs> you know, it's the only time that cinch sacks are useful. Right. But it is kind of cool. Uh, and yet again, once again, uh, this almost confirms that uh, if you guys want to have more room, that you need to bring your own cinch sack. Right. I kind of think that they're going to have this over there in the Paradise Gardens where they always have the beer for the when they have the festivals. On the, like to the right of Goofy Sky School, you mean? 
No, no to, wait, the left. to the left. Yeah, yeah. never mind. I, I'm, I'm just thinking that area. I was going to say, never mind. To the right is uh, Ord Wieners. Not Ord Wieners. Horndog. Horndog Castle. I just think of that because I was just thinking what area would fit people to go, and I think that's maybe they'll have it right there. I can think of. Yeah. I mean, maybe the whole Paradise Garden Grill, or the whole Paradise Garden is a treat tra- trail. I don't know. I don't know. We'll see. Yeah. So, cool. All right, so real quick, update on Bullseye Parking. We mentioned that they did a soft opening, and right now it's open for cast members. So cast members are parking in there right now. I don't know when they're going to start having uh, regular guests parking there. Lies. No, but I know it's soon because when I passed by there uh, when I was on the bus, and the bus, they finally opened the that up again, the bus. The bus was going to Harbor and coming back from Harbor. Now it's going back the way it was before. And while it's on the bus, uh, they install the the toll booths there. So instead of the gate that's going up for pass uh-huh. or for cast members, uh, they took out those gates, and now they have uh, toll booths there. Oh, so you will be able to go in that way. Yeah. Oh. So they have toll booths there now. That area is closed off. The uh, even cast members can't go that way anymore. So Bullseye is not going to be connected then to uh, to uh, the rest of Toy Story parking. Um, if if they're having separate to- toll booths there, then that means there's going to be no connection as far as cars go. Obviously, the buses will still be yeah. connected to the two, but that means that that's a completely separate parking, and that I, we weren't expecting. We were just expecting to have like a route that we go around yeah. through. It makes more sense. There's I, already a light there for to go in there. I mean, to go that way uh, where you can turn in there. I mean, there's already an opening. So rather than just have that opening be just for buses, it makes sense, I guess. Uh, now the opening isn't as wide unless they're going to open w- widen it. Uh, what do you got? Just two toll booths or one toll booth that's going to be there? I think there was two I saw. Maybe there might be three, plus, but I, I know it's two for sure. Plus... Uh, there's not much lead in from the street to where the toll booths would be, so uh, I don't know how that's going to work out right. logistically, uh, as opposed to like you know obviously other parking lots, uh, particularly like Toy Story, where you have a big lead section from the toll booths to the street and entrance. Uh, here, there's almost none because it's not designed for that. So unless they figure out a way to put, I mean, if they're putting the toll booths right on top, or on if they're putting the the booths right on top of where the gates were. I already anticipate that there's going to be a problem with parking with uh, cars sticking out. Backing up. So uh, it's going to be a problem. Uh, hopefully, maybe, you know, at first, uh, not a lot of people are going to be know about that parking and not going to go in there, uh, which is most likely. Uh, only people like us will, would, will know that parking exists. So uh, if anything, that's going to become a, uh, you know, at first when it does open up to the public fi- uh, finally, uh, for good, uh, it's going to be kind of a niche parking lot for people that know. I think it's still a ways. I away. would park there. I think it's a still a ways away from an opening to guess because they're still uh, building the bus loading area. That's still being. Uh, well, we had originally uh, heard September uh, right. originally, but then we had heard that it would be open on the nineteenth, and then you had said it had soft open, but. Uh, well, it does look like it's. We're looking towards obviously September now before that opens for good. Uh, I think that right at this point now that they're in no hurry. They as long as they get it done by uh, Christmas, I think that's all that matters right. to them because that's when. That's probably what they're looking towards now is basically uh, holidays uh, for that uh, 
to for the need of that parking lot. All right, so uh, we're gonna move on to uh, measles free mail. Yes, no measles here. All right, first emails from Ashley, who I told you met over there at D twenty three. I don't know you. And her subject line is "Hello, Mousepire." Hi, Mousepire. I'm a longtime listener, but this is my first time writing into the show. I've always been a little shy, but after meeting Diggs at the expo, I finally gathered up the courage. Okay, so I wasn't her husband. It was her boyfriend that was there. She says, my boyfriend and I really enjoy talking with you, and we love the buttons. Mine is probably displayed on my backpack for the whole world to see. I have a couple of thoughts on the expo that I would like to share. This was my fourth expo and I attended all three days. Overall, it was a great time, and I enjoyed the Simpsons panel and was extremely fortunate to get into 80 years of Marvel Comics. It was really fun to learn some some interesting facts about Marvel's history and the comic that was given out at the end of the panel is really cool. Definitely a treasured part of my collection. I thought the show floor was fun too. Enjoyed seeing Jeff Goldblum at the Disney Plus pavilion and met a lot of really nice people this year's expo was not without a few issues though specifically with line management and communication between attendees and cast members as is typical these issues don't seem to be fully resolved until the last day of the show i attend san diego comic-con each year and i definitely can tell the difference between the way that convention is run from a logistic standpoint and the way D23 handles things. All in all, though, I had a great time and I am looking forward to the next one. Thank you both for all you do on the podcast and on social media to keep us all informed. You guys are the best. And I, I hope there's one thing I remember she said. Uh, let me finish this. Uh, you guys are the best and I look forward to writing into the show more frequently. Hey, maybe I'll even earn a nickname. Talk to you guys soon, Ashley. She actually said uh, that we were her number one podcast. What? She said that she, that uh, we are number one on the list of her po- or her favorite podcasts. I was like, whoa. We're not even number one on my <laughs> list of favorite podcasts. <laughs> so that must be something. Uh, uh, I think that's the first time I believe that anyone's told me that we are their number one favorite. So that's pretty cool. Uh, it was Literally, awesome. you've never heard Kevin Smith's podcast. <laughs> it was awesome to beat it, you guys. That's a better podcast with fat guys, I guarantee you. <laughs> okay, um, just one fat guy. Actually, uh, he's not even fat anymore. Uh, so yeah, I know. I know, he's not. <laughs> so uh, it was nice to meet you, Ashley. Uh, glad you finally wrote it to the show, even though I said you had to. Yeah, the lines were crazy. Like I said, people didn't know who went where and what line was for what. And yeah, it was just all crazy. All right, thank you for your email, Ashley. Uh, later on, we'll talk about that. Uh, well, probably we're going to talk about it right now, about the Marvel, um, 80 years of Marvel in the comic book. Uh, next email is from Bubba. I know that guy. <laughs> Subject line is D23 Expo. So real quick, he's putting up uh, his, uh, his highlights where Disney Plus wins the award for top presentation. Uh, we'll get to this next week, but he says, Ewan McGregor, McGregor uh, surprising us that he's Obi-Wan. What if in WandaVision plus three new Marvel shows, uh, Jeff Goldblum's new show, and of course, Mandalorian. Wow. 
Live action animation. Duh, Star Wars trailer in the poster. Onward, amazing, and Tom Holland telling everyone, I love you, 3,000, goodbye. Tearjerker. Jungle Cruise. Rock and Emily Blunt killed it. So, so looking forward to this. Uh, Once again, we'll get to all that next week. And he says, uh, Robert Downey Jr.'s legend speech, funny AF. But this was the most unorganized con expo I've ever attended. 50% of the workers' volunteers had no idea what they were doing or what was going on. It deterred a lot of veteran D23 attendees to think about going to the next one, but I'm sure they will. So again, the lines, people not knowing what to do and who goes where. Yeah, that was a major um, disappointing thing. All just sounds typical to me. Now, uh, let me tell you the story about the comic book they gave out for the the Marvel. Yeah, is that the uh, that's the Marvel uh, one thousand uh, the D twenty three exclusive? Right. I had seen the reveal of the cover last week. Uh, it was really a neat cover uh, with uh, some of the Avengers hanging out with uh, old MM himself, Mickey Mouse. I didn't know that that was going to be given out at the panel. I thought that was going to be actually sold. Uh, I don't know if that was the only way you could get it was to go to the panel or if they were also selling it, but uh, I think that's really neat that if you went to the panel, you had a chance to get that. Unless that's a completely different cover. I don't know. Maybe they had two covers. Who knows? Well, uh, the only way for you to get that was to go to the panel. Okay. And Bubba was there for the panel. He was in line to get the comic book, but um, when he got there, they were gone. What? There was no more left. And uh, he was really bummed out that he didn't get it. I would have been mad. I'm like, I don't think it's guaranteed for everybody who was in the room. That'd be like going to the Star Wars or the live action panel and not getting that Star Wars poster. Well, he uh, ended up, he met the editor-in-chief. I'm not even going to try to say his name. And, uh, you know, the editor-in-chief. Dan Didio? No, uh, CB. Oh, no. oh, CO. That guy. So the editor in chief uh, noticed that he was really bummed about not getting it. And um, the next day, Bubba noticed there was a message from CB asking him if he was going to be at the expo that day and that he had a gift for him. So uh, after, you know, saying, oh, yeah, I'll be here, blah, 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 they met up over at the Marvel Studio booth right in front of Iron Man. And uh, uh, CB told him that his plan for the weekend was to, that he wanted to actually meet the biggest Marvel fans at the expo. So he presented Bubba with the Marvel 1000 comic book, but this one was a little different. It was all in black and white. What? All in black and white. This was limited to 30. It came with a certificate of authenticity. And he actually got uh, number 14 of 30. Lucky. (laughs) So, yeah, Bubba was just so uh, excited about getting this. He was just so, you know, stoked. He told me the whole story. I was like, wow, Bubba, that is amazing. That is so cool. Uh, Everybody got the Marvel 1000. Who knows how many they made of those? And everyone got that. He got one of 30 of this comic book. <laughs> it's pretty cool. And of course, got to meet the editor in chief again and uh, took a picture with him. So I will include this picture on the YouTube. So if you guys can check it out and the, and the cover uh, that's black and white. And then he got the 80 years um, 
hat too as well. So, so uh, he still didn't get the regular comic though. No, but he got the one that's even special. So still, still kind of dirty, but well, hey, he got one of thirty, so yeah. can't complain about that. All right, well, thank you for your email there, Bubba. Appreciate it. It was last minute. All right, so our next email is from Dan the Millman, and his subject line is D23 Review by someone else because I wasn't there. <laughs> lagged, on by, lagged on buying tickets and missed the three-day and Saturday tickets, so just opted not to go. I've got celebration tickets, though, so I'll live. Same. I was going to take a week off from the parks, but a friend called that he and his family were going for the day and invited me and the kids, so we went to hang out uh, for a while. Got on, got on some rides, including Grizzly, and by then, of course, some hashtag fat time. Had the Haunted Mansion 50th Dead Cadet Funnel Cake, which had the funnel cake with brownie, wild chocolate raspberry ice cream, and chocolate pearls. Man, oh man, was it good. Washed it down with a watermelon lemonade freeze. Mmm, those are good, too. And some water. <laughs> I will take a break this week and see if I can get... A reservation for the cantina in a couple of weeks. Who's in? I am. I'm in. Let me know. I'll be there. And if it's a weekend, a Saturday, uh, Miles will go too. All right. See you soon. Dan out. All right. Quick little email from Dan the Millman. Yeah, Dan was there actually. Uh, right, I was there too that day after you know the the expo. I went over to Disneyland, just kicked it for a little bit. I didn't do much. I just sat there because I was tired. I was doing like 17,000 steps a day. So I was trying to take a break. So it was pretty cool. You know, just sit over there and uh, listen to uh, Mickey's uh, dance party going on. And, yeah, just chilled over there for a little bit. So, all right. All right. Thank you for your email there, Dan the Millman. Thank you, Bubba, again. And thank you, Ashley. Two more, Ashley. And uh, Anthony will think of a uh, nickname for you. We're not going to give out any hints right now. If you guys have your own review of D23, the good, the bads, the uglies. Whatever you want to talk about, all you have to do is email us. Mousepire at gmail.com. Do you have a special occasion coming up? Looking to personalize your trip with a keepsake? Create customized buttons for birthdays, engagements, family vacations, even bridal parties, or just because. Check out buttonsbydigs.com today. Buttons by Digs, Buttons by Digs. Remember, those are buttons, not pins. That's going to do it for this episode of Mouse Power Podcast and uh, D23 Part 1. Part 1. Uno. Uh, next week we will continue with Part 2 and Disney movies and TV and uh, uh, cartoons. And, and all the Disney Plus goodness. Yes, Disney Plus goodness. Disney, Star Wars, Marvel, And everything in between. Everything in between. <laughs> Just like the podcast. There you go. And uh, don't forget uh, everything going on in the parks with uh, Oogie Boogie Bash. Eight days, eight nights left. That's all there's left for party tickets. So hurry up and get those because you know what we say. You snooze, you lose. Bye. Uh, Don't be going on my pages and asking for uh, people who have extra tickets because that's not allowed on the Mouse Power page. Nope, you can do that in Tim's group. (laughs) Or Michael's group. Also, don't forget, hey, go get your uh, mobile order buttons. Uh, You do have to mobile order to get those buttons. So mobile order at the places we told you. And uh, I will be posting that information on Facebook because I missed it because I was probably in line for something at D23. But I will definitely post that information. Uh, You have to mobile order something. And when you pick it up, let them know because they're not not always going to remember to give you a button. So ask 
Ask for your button at that certain location. Uh, collect them all if you can. Uh, don't forget, this is uh, basically the last week uh, coming up for, uh, or actually by the time you hear this podcast, uh, it's Labor Day weekend. Uh, yes. Uh, we're, summer's basically already over at the Disneyland uh, Resort. Uh, we are now into, as we mentioned last week, we are now into uh, basically off-season hours. Uh, this is the last weekend for anything that uh, was going to be going on running through Labor Day. Uh, that includes uh, what? Uh, fireworks. Uh, don't forget this is uh, the last weekend for uh, the uh, AP. Uh, or was that ending on Friday? I don't remember. The AP I- extension on uh, uh, Guardians uh, Mission Breakout. I think that ends on Friday. Uh, okay, well then, uh, hurry up. Hurry up and get there. Uh, the uh, what else? Uh, the extension of uh, the stupid Papa Mickey thing. Oh Disney yeah, that's thing. over this weekend. Uh, that's over this weekend. Uh, the extension, I believe, of uh, Soaring Over California. I believe that ends this weekend. Uh, so basically, anything that's been going on all summer. Uh, this is it. This is your last weekend. Labor Day is on Monday. Uh, then after that, once Labor Day next Tuesday hits, uh, and we're recording part two of uh, our D23 coverage, uh, summer is officially over, and uh, well, you'll be days away from Halloween. So, yes, days. Days. Uh, and uh, just to quote, uh, uh, Nine Before Christmas, uh, where two holidays collide, uh, because it has been reported that not only is the giant pumpkin backstage, uh, but also the uh, the snow for the castles. Yes, so, uh, already backstage. Uh, you got the best of both holidays backstage right now at Disneyland, uh, getting ready for both. So, And don't forget, if you see uh, me in the parks or Dan, all you have to do is say, hey, what's up? Don't be shy. We won't bite unless you try to take my corn dog. You've been warned. You have been warned. But if you want to buy me a corn dog, I definitely won't bite. <laughs> Just make sure you have more than three dollars. Yes, please. Other than that, I'm not sure when I'll be in the parks again. Maybe Saturday. I don't know. Not sure yet. But um, yeah, that's about it. Fat time going on in the parks. A lot of fat time food. A lot of ha- uh, haunted mansion uh, anniversary food still around. I'm gonna see if I can get to that. Is that supposed to be over on? Monday that, too, I don't or even do know. we not know how a, I've never got a date on those never foods. So. A day basically while supplies last. Yes, I so. exactly. Uh, but as opposed to as, uh, all of your, uh, oh, the electrical parade, that's also, uh, oh no, the electrical parade still runs until September 31st. Uh, so that 30th. is the, or September 30th. Uh, electrical parade still runs until September 30th. So that is the one thing uh, you can still look forward to. And uh, presumably if the electrical parade is running until the end of September then the electrical parade uh, food and merchandise should also be available while supplies last once again. And I think the uh, popcorn the bucket goes to the 5th. They're selling those until the 5th of September. Oh, okay. And they still have them. I saw wow, them. that's surprising. I saw them on Sunday. It's because they're not for APs. So right. They, they've ordered plenty. Yes. So, of course, uh, you know, if you want to know about any of that stuff, uh, social media is Mousepire on Facebook, at Mousepire on the Twitter and the Instagram and, of course, Mousepire on the Snap, Snap, Snapchats. Uh, if you guys were on the Snapchats, I assume this guy over here was doing it all weekend or else he was another fail. I did it. Good job. Don't hate. Uh, you can find me on Instagram at Blue1313. Also, follow Buttons by Digs on Instagram. There you'll see your button orders going out. Uh, speaking of Instagram, don't forget to follow Dan the Millman's Dan's Disney Adventures. 
on the Instagrams. Go follow him over there. And, uh, yeah, you'll see all his adventures in the parks. Uh, you can support the podcast by going over to DGPclothing.com. Uh, get your mouse power gear or get your own special order gear. I just made some shirts for a band mom and a band dad. So, hey, you can get band parent shirts or football player uh, parent shirts, whatever. Just send a message and I'll work on that for you. Also, you can support the podcast by going over to patreon.com slash mousepire. And don't forget, you can listen to the podcast on YouTube. Just search Mousepire Podcast. Subscribe and hit the bell and you'll be informed when a new episode or any other content is posted. And you can also listen to the podcast over on radio.com. So, yeah, you've got a lot of ways to listen to the podcast. Buttons, not pins. And until next time, remember, ah, never mind. It's too damn hot. So for Cynthia, Ashley, and Autopia Line Guy, I'm Anthony. And I'm Diggs. Bye. Bye. I got a bad feeling about this. <laughs> This podcast is intended for entertainment and informational purposes only. Audio, sound bites, and other clips are property of their copyright holders. All original stuff is ours and property of mousepire.com. The inspiring adventures are invited to or inspire aspiring and and you will be entrance entrance.